0: talking about fan love for Solo. What do you think about that, Jack? Who's Jack? I don't don't know who Jack is. (laughs) I'm sure there's a Jack out there somewhere. Hi, Jack. Hi, everybody else. Welcome to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. I'm John. Thanks for joining us. James and Lacey with me, as always. This is uh, the Monday show, and we're going to be talking about the latest going on in Star Wars news of course we hope you joined us for the Mando fan show this past Friday where we were joined by Star Wars explained Alex and Molly Damon and we talked about chapter 10 of the show uh, we are already a quarter of the way through Mandalorian season 2 which is insane to me but if you want our takes on that episode in detail uh, the Mando fan shows where you do that so uh, you if you missed us live how dare you first of all second of all <laughs> it's okay because uh you can watch on the youtube channel uh if you're watching now the same channel uh there's a playlist for uh the mando fan show uh, but also if you need it youtube.com star wars newsnet videos or if you don't want to see these beautiful faces then you could listen on audio apps we got spotify we got apple podcast soundcloud uh amazon music any podcast app you prefer we're going to be there with the mando fan show just like trb so go check that out for all of our takes on chapter 10 of the mandalorian but we're going to get into some other cool stuff now uh this week uh later this week it's either going to be friday night or saturday i was supposed to originally go to a wedding on friday but uh, COVID uh, had other plans, and unfortunately, my wife's family had to really trim down the size of the wedding, and we didn't make the cut. So, um, so <laughs> we're either doing the Mando fan call. show uh, Friday night as usual at around 8:30 live, or we're gonna do it Saturday morning, like 11 a.m. ish east. Uh, but we are either way. Uh, we're gonna be joined by uh, his, he's making his return, Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men is gonna be coming mm-hmm. back to hang out with yes. us guys. Are you uh, are you pumped to to hang with Ming again? No, I just went yes for a different reason. I thought I thought you yes I'm because uh, I'm I'm uh, not going to a wedding. You're anti wedding. Oh,
1: that's true. I like having my Mando fan show Friday night. You yeah. know, yeah,
0: there you go. It's just
1: the uh, the way it goes. But yes, I am excited to have Ming Chen back. He's awesome. We had a great time on the last uh, episode, the last show he was on, and uh, he's a great dude. So yeah, okay, happy to have him back. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to have him back. He's great. I've known him for a long time. He's a wonderful person. And also, when we had him on, he said the Mandalorian was the best thing that Disney's done with Star Wars. So it's really cool to bring him back for the thing that he loves the most about this new era of Star Wars.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, he... He, I mean, he could talk about anything. As we know, he podcasts about all different sorts of things. But I am, I agree, I, I am really excited to see him dive into um, the Mandalorian because, as you say, he seems to like that the best out of what's been going on. So, uh, should be a good He's time. Get
2: real nerdy with it.
0: Yeah, I think we are going to get real nerdy, <laughs> especially the Easter eggs. I think I'm really excited about the Easter egg part of mm-hmm. uh, of that with uh, Ming. But um, anyway, it's TRB time. Uh, so we're going to get into the news in the Resistance report, and James is going to guide us on that journey right now it's the resistance
1: you guys can stop me if you've heard of this uh but it is this like fan movement fan support thing for the movie solo james i like to call it Um, a special little hashtag oh yes (laughs) uh No, here's the deal. So this might not even be like, it's Star Wars news, but it's kind of sidestep, right? Because it was Ron Howard on a movie podcast, lights, camera, barstool, um, and they and they were talking movies and stuff. But of course, they had to bring up Solo, one of um, his top grossing movies ever. You know what I mean? It it is his his top top grossing grossing movie of all time. Yeah, Um, biggest movie he's ever done. Great success.
2: what is with that? You keep doing that. Stop. Borat's back, baby. I know, but it doesn't mean you're back doing Borat.
0: I'm the king of the base,
2: king of the base. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they uh, they brought up Solo, and uh, they asked him if there were any plans for either you know a Solo 2 or Disney Plus, and he answered by saying, you know, no plans that I know of, nothing's going on, but there is a big... Uh, fan movement fan love behind the movie and uh, to to keep that up because that's the kind of stuff that bodes well with Lucasfilm um, and you know it, it gives a project like that hope in the future so um, John what do, what do you think this is this is the guy right this is the guy that probably has uh, some of the most power to to wave around and make this movie happen right so what do you
0: think so i think if well first off if it does happen i think you you look at the model for willow as um what we may get for a construct on terms of crew i don't know that ron howard would come back to direct like a solo series on disney plus but i could see him being involved in producing uh like he's doing with willow um Mm -hmm. And then you have John Kasdan writing and stuff, so there's a lot of connectivity still there with Lucasfilm and these guys, and and uh, I like that aspect. But in terms of what he was saying, you know, he he did the same thing where he said, you know, no rumblings. Uh, I I can um, confirm or assure you that there's nothing being developed right now. He's that word right now. You know that whole uh, yeah, How I Met Your Mother with the teacup pig. pig. Yeah, uh, I don't want to be with you right now. Um, so to me, right now means. Not yet. Um, but he's saying nothing being developed. He has a meeting
2: the, about it like, yeah. later this week. So he's like, well, technically, i He's like, will get, right get
0: back to you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he said nothing for a movie, nothing for a Disney Plus series. Um, but, you know, obviously the best part, he said, is I think there's a lot of interest in the gangster world somewhere down the line. Uh, and that there's a lot of interest in those characters. Um, so then that triggered something in my mind in terms dating back to when John Kazan tweeted about Make Solo 2 Happen saying, I have the stories. And what does he put up? The Pike, the Crimson Dawn logo, the Huts, like he puts up the crime thing there. So there's been discussions. Ron Howard didn't just pull that out of nowhere, that this whole gangster yeah. thing's going on and interest in the characters. And then you had John Kazan saying, I have the treatments. So there's... That is clearly there's been discussions between Ron Howard, Lucasfilm, John Kazan about that sort of thing for Solo. I know a lot of people have been talking about the rumors about the Crimson Dawn show itself. I think we're looking at probably something bigger than that. So I think that might be the route that they're going. Um, and then him saying that he loved working with Alden and that Alden was a cool customer and calm under pressure and handled everything pretty much everything the opposite of all the rumors about Alden not being able to handle it or needing the acting coach. Which we recently heard from Alden, he said that was overstated that they brought in uh, an acting consultant for everybody, it wasn't just for him, it was a standard thing. And Stephen
2: backs it up, and Stephen knows, right? That. Yeah, right.
0: Stephen, uh, Stephen Ford, you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. So and then the other thing he said he loved the whole cast and he said he they were a great bunch and he liked working with them. So I mean all good stuff. Um. But I do think he kind of has a feeling something is going to happen in in his tone, in his word choices, and his delivery, and um. That gets me excited. And then of course the the other thing and maybe I'll let Lacey touch on that because I'm hogging all the info here. But what John Kazan did recently I thought was tongue in cheek but kind of interesting.
2: No, go ahead talk about it.
0: You want me to talk about that? Yes. Well, I mean, yeah. So he quote tweeted your um,
2: moment Yeah, just
0: <laughs> stop it He, he quote tweeted uh, uh, Jonas, who posted the photo of the electric shock photo from um, the crew He's
2: been posting a lot of solo pictures A lot lately. of solo
0: pictures His dad in the cockpit recently, which I mm-hmm. thought was sweet um, But And then uh, John Kazin quote tweeted that uh, This is last week uh, Well, as we're recording this Uh, And he wrote, still feel a twinge of regret that this uh, shot didn't make it into the final cut. Guess we'll just have to do it in Solo 2. Now, I see that as a tongue-in-cheek thing. But also, John Kasdan knows the passion of fans for Make Solo 2 Happen and they're relying on everything he says when it comes to that so he's not tone deaf to that he understands that when he says something like that there's going to be a reaction to it so he has to be a little sensitive to that i don't think he's the type of guy that would troll especially for someone who supported and appreciated the fans pushing for more because he said he would continue it if this isn't a guy who wrote a movie and said i'm done that's behind me this is a guy who said i have stories for more uh keep doing it tell rob brudeau if you find him let's do this you know So when he says something like that, I got to scratch my head and say, is he just trying to also plant the seeds and like be a part of it without using the hashtag? And Mm -hmm. the optimist in me, that's where I'm resting my head. What do you think, Lacey?
2: I think that uh, conversations have definitely taken place over the past few years, especially since... Uh, the whole make solo to happen campaign has happened and it's trended worldwide twice on two separate days two separate years like it's kind of in their face at this point and there's definitely conversations that have happened with and without Ron Howard so i believe Ron Howard when he's saying that nothing's in development but i have to question also nothing against Ron Howard but what else what conversations have taken place that he hasn't been present for so I mm-hmm. can't help but be a little interested to see, yes, he's not aware of anything being in development, but could there be conversations happening already that he just hasn't been brought into yet? Um, but regardless, it's just always fun to see and hear Ron Howard talk about Solo and how much he loved it and every conversation he's had now in the past few years when, he, when Solo gets brought up, because it's kind of like the elephant in the room with him, I guess, uh, with these kind of fan pop culture related podcasts and blogs and stuff um, is he talks about how much fans love solo and he recognizes that and he understands it and he appreciates it and that's really nice it's really cool to see someone that keeps the conversation going on that end of the production. Like us as fans, we can talk about it 24-7, but someone that could actually be involved with it to have those conversations is really, really cool and really inspiring, especially with everything going on this year. It's nice to know that like the thing that we love so much and we feel so passionate about is still being talked about. Um, And then of course, John Kasdan mentioning it in a tweet. Yeah, he didn't use the hashtag, but he still brought up Solo 2 specifically Um, and like John said, I don't think he said that to troll anybody or to poke fun. I think he genuinely said like, I've got more, more plans. Like, let's keep this going because I know people are going to see this tweet.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, this whole thing is crazy, man. I I always love hearing, you know, Ron Howard talk about this. The only thing that tripped me up, John, you said it, it bodes well, but the only thing that kind of tripped me up was the he said there's a lot of interest in like the, the crime syndicate stuff that, that to me points to maybe that Crimson Dawn thing is in negotiations. You know what I mean? He's saying like, yeah, there's no solo thing happening, but I think people really liked the, like the gangster underworld, you know, syndicate stuff that was going on. So maybe that means that, but, um, but I, I definitely see it could also very easily mean exactly what you're saying. Like they, there's no way Ron Howard doesn't know what, you know, the next one would look like. You, you, when you're working on a project like that, when you're working on like a, an album, like a, a record, you're already thinking like, we'll do we'll do that on the next one. Not this one, the next one. The next one is always there when you're a creative like this, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, well, so James, what do you make of that last part of the quote that we didn't touch on? Where he, he says, it's in a weird way he says it, and I'll just say it and then uh, let you pick back up with it he goes Sure. but one great thing is there has been a lot of affection shown for Solo hashtag makes Solo too happen and so of course that keeps boding well for them to eventually turn it around
1: yeah I and I, that I don't know I, I hate to be the guy right but I feel but, but like you're, that's, you're that the always, guy. you're gonna be the guy I
2: always, you always say that the guy uh, I'm always the, the guy, guy. right gonna be I the guy. mean I
1: I, I don't like being like... I never enjoy saying, well, that's clearly about me. You gotta get the Rachel Dratch <laughs> you know, wig and look in the this camera. This person wah, wah. is clearly addressing me or something, you yeah. know? But I but I feel like everybody in Lucasfilm has to know that it, it's trending and we've helped a lot with getting it in, in people's face and faces and coming out a little bit more about uh, how much they enjoyed the movie and stuff like that. So I feel like when somebody says there's been um an uprise in in being a little bit more open about how much you like the movie and love after po- post uh the release of the movie and stuff that that is makes solo 2 happen and so many other versions of people now that they've seen that spreading their love about the the stories and the characters and stuff so um i i definitely think that Just like we've seen in Star Wars before or or so many other countless franchises where it's like, hey, we want the I'm going to pull this out of nowhere. The Deadwood movie. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Right. You know, it's like we want this thing to continue on. Um, If the fans are loud enough, usually somebody picks up on it, goes, I think it's time. I think we can do it. Um,
2: Firefly.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Countless, countless times this has happened yeah yeah so um so i i think arrested development that's an interesting one too that is a good one because family ron, guy is ron probably Howard's the famous
2: one family guy was the one that got canceled after two seasons and they brought it back for like it's still on
1: yeah um but i was saying because ron howard is the voice oh yes, yes of arrested development that's an interesting one because he is he's seen that happen firsthand you know with mm-hmm. the show but uh but no, I, I'm i I'm very excited and I, I think that uh anybody who has seen us waving the flag has come to us, you know, who's who's in the know or something who's come to us and said, keep waving waving the flag.
0: Yeah. Keep doing well, it. even Jonas said that. He said keep uh the flame going or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's important and it's fun. So, you know, if you're out there and you're listening to the show, you support Make Solo 2 happen, know that Ron Howard is winking. He's winking at you, I think at John, us.
0: John has a little, little winking. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. There's James, something there's, in their there's, <laughs> James, let me just yeah. say this in, in regards to Ron Howard. I feel like there are happy days ahead.
2: <laughs> Ron, I know you come up to Connecticut a lot. Just give us a shout out. We'll come meet you for some pizza. I think he lives. John, in
0: when Connecticut. you say things like that, I feel like Greenwich. the Grinch. <laughs> oh, he directed yeah. the Grinch. Good. Yeah, he
2: lives
1: in like Greenwich, right,
0: <laughs> right around there. Yeah. yeah. Is it weird that you you said the Greenwich as I said the Grinch? It's close.
1: It's like really close. Is the
0: Grinch? Anyway. If the Grinch lived in the U.S., he would live in Greenwich, probably, and name it probably Gr- Is there a big hill or mountain in there
1: in that town?
2: Ah, uh, no. no. By the ocean. Okay.
0: Well, hey. <laughs> Lacey makes solo two happy, guys. Knows Greenwich inside and out. She's just, she's that Connecticut elitist.
2: No, I just know Fairfield <laughs> County. Just kidding. And I have to drive through Greenwich to get to the city, so I know. Well,
1: Let's talk a little bit about Mandalorian, guys. Um, Mandalorian is, as you guys know, a streaming show um, and not a movie. That makes it a little bit tricky when talking about, like, box office numbers or or viewership, anything, reach, anything along those lines. Because usually these companies, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to Netflix or anything, they keep all that stuff, like, real tight and very rarely come out with numbers. And even when they do, uh, people are often like, where did you get those numbers? Like, you just make stuff up? So it's kind of one of those <laughs> things. Um, there is a company called the observer though, and they usually try to collect data as far as like what content was being streamed to a degree and the numbers that they came up with. And this is, this is all kind of, you know, speculation numbers and, and, um, just kind of getting an idea, but they said that the Mandalorian season premiere of, um, season two that first episode was 5.7 percent of all streaming shared over the weekend um now where that lines up is uh it's that makes it the third largest streaming event um uh behind uh stranger things season three which was 5.8 percent and the boys season two which was 7.2 percent yeah um this is also interesting too because uh when the season premiere of uh, the, the show's premiere, the first episode of season one, when that launched, uh, they reported 4.4% of the streaming share. So it has gone up a significant amount, 1.4%, and putting it to the top three. And there's other factors involved, too, with like why maybe you know, this, ep- this episode which did so well and why the other episodes that are ahead of it did so well. Um, let's get into that a little bit. Lacey, wh- what do you think about, um, the Mandalorian potentially being like the third biggest streaming show in history right now?
2: That's not surprising to me because I feel like the past year, the Mandalorian, everyone's been talking about it and it's not necessarily because of the Mandalorian. It's because of baby Yoda, like everybody mm-hmm. and anybody knows who baby Yoda is. Um, To the point that it's that thing that when someone knows you like Star Wars and they don't, they're like, oh, baby Yoda, right? Like, that's the Mm -hmm. thing that people are now kind of coming to you about, you know? Uh, So it doesn't surprise me. It is interesting that I believe The Boys, which I've never seen, which I heard is really good. But The Boys came out last month and it holds the number one streaming number, right? place. Yeah. For a premiere. Uh, is, yeah.
1: For yeah, seven point two percent of all content streamed the weekend that it came out.
2: Which is interesting to me because I didn't know that many people love The Boys. I knew people liked it, but I didn't know that many people.
1: I actually just started it. So did I. On episode nice. three. Yeah. Um. Halfway
0: through episode one.
1: I, I so. heard it's really it's good. Burned.
2: But then the other thing you have to remember is like, so the third place or the second place is still Stranger Things that came out July fourth last year. Yeah. And that's still number two. That is insane. And it was a holiday weekend during not a, you know, pandemic lockdown. So... Uh,
0: Forget what that's like.
2: Right? It's just, it's crazy that that's such a juggernaut that it doesn't affect anything. But regardless, this doesn't surprise sorry go ahead
1: well i was gonna say and i was i was okay sorry i'm a little thrown i was <laughs> gonna say game of thrones but then i was i was caught between is that a streaming show or is that considered no, no, that's no ratings. this
2: is not netflix or disney but plus it's, HBO, it's like on tv yeah yeah
1: well yeah but I, I when i think of game of thrones i think of it being on hbo like now or go or something well, it would, but, this but, de- is I, but i understand streaming. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, again, it doesn't surprise me that The Ma- the Mandalorian did so well because everybody likes uh, Baby Yoda. And I'm sure tons of people that don't even like Star Wars tuned in just to see what it was about. And everyone was talking about it. And it's one of those FOMO things that you're like, oh, everyone's talking about this. It's only an hour. I'll watch it to see what it's all about. I think you have a lot more new fans that turned that tuned in this season or people that yeah. caught up in the past year that might have not tuned in for the initial premiere. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And hey, no, one, a lot of people don't have stuff to do, so they have time to tune in right now.
1: Yeah, John, did you see any of the um, the back and forth on why maybe those other shows did well?
0: No, um, I, I mean, I do think a part of this that is uh, a plus in the Mandalorian's favor in terms of a like, Disney Plus. There, there you go. There, that is because there's a plus <laughs> in the name. Um, hey, you're welcome I, I, think the, I think the plus for uh, the, in the plus column for the Mandalorian on this is um, Disney Plus is still so new compared to Amazon Prime uh, and um, Netflix so those those you know subscriber counts for those uh, are have been established for a while especially Netflix like Netflix you know People already had their Netflix and, you know, it's like the gym membership. Even if you didn't want your Netflix, you're too tired to figure out how to cancel it. Just how every am month I it's still like,
2: going to the edge?
0: Yeah, it's like every month, oh, that's that $9. I got to go cancel that. The next month, oh, I got to go cancel that. So they're already established there and then Stranger Things comes out, knocks it out of the park. I get that, right? I'm not sure what the subscriber count is for Amazon Prime, but almost everyone I know has Amazon Prime. Uh, and they get that service with that. So that, those numbers are through the roof too. So, but where... one of the thing the other thing
1: to add to that really quick is that both of those shows launched with the full season available. Yes. Right. So a lot of the Mandalorian people might be going, "I'll wait Right, mm. and yeah. then binge it. Sure. Whereas this was just the there it is, go. Right. And everybody's Stranger going, Things. and they're gonna get all the spoilers and everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So
2: Stranger Things, I remember I watched that in like two to three days, like nonstop, because I was visiting my sister at the time because I didn't want to be spoiled. Because yeah, was, that's important. You had to binge it, so yeah. I was just like, well, here we go, buckle up, yeah. and like.
1: I actually still haven't finished the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> so good. The, uh,
0: and I don't know what happens either. <laughs> that guy dies. It's really sad. Um, okay. So I think the, so the plus for Mandalorian is that Disney Plus is still very new. It's only a year old and they've already exceeded their subscriber count. But as that grows, I think you'll see more future shows getting a better share number when Disney Plus firmly more establishes itself with more content, yeah. more people get on board. So that's the plus. The downside uh, to kind of piggyback off of one thing Lacey said the numbers are bigger but it's because everyone is in the party now uh europe is able to watch it everywhere international is able to watch it so you're going to get that immediate uptick whereas the premiere last year those people didn't get to watch it so i think that's a big chunk of your difference there um but it seems i'll, I'll call it a push i'll call it a hold i think maybe last year if everyone was watching we're looking at the 5-7 so i think it's still strong and you like uh, seeing that but The thing I think I love the most out of this stream share percentage thing, which I kind of want to learn about because I was trying to Google, I don't know if you saw my screen get white on my face during the first news story. I was trying to Google (laughs) what is stream share percentage and I couldn't find it. Um, uh, But I like the fact that it knocks out the um, box office argument. Like, this movie is the highest grossing movie of all time. Well, Gone with the Wind, you know, it was a nickel to go, so has gone with the wind, and that was actually the highest yeah. grossing, you know. Now it's just the percentage, and it's like, that percentage will never change. There's no inflation with the per- per percentage. It's not a dollar amount. So you could always, like, pinpoint... The Mandalorian was 5'7 in 10 years from now when they have another series and they're like, yep, this show debuted at 5'2. Well, wasn't it as good as The Mandalorian? There's no like, well, inflation dollars and the stuff. It's just way more direct and I like that. Um, but overall, I mean, uh, it, you know, it's good stuff. People are watching The Mandalorian and I, I think those are the concrete reasons as to why that number is the way it is. Um, but I'm sure people in the comments, maybe some. Uh, people out there know a little bit more about the metrics on that. But I do like that there are those sites now that kind of lay it out for you. Because I agree with you, James. It kind of is one of those things where you're like, where? how do we know if this is successful as a, as the public? And um, it's good that it's there. And even then,
1: I mean, you can still see like movie numbers and stuff, but it's really hard to tell what people consider a success anyway. You know, like budget, but then they don't. The, you, some places don't post their budget. Some places don't put, obviously most places don't put yeah. their marketing and how much was put into it and all this other stuff. So like we sit there and we go, solo was a success and other people are like, no, it clearly wasn't. It was a bomb. And it's like, that stuff is, is e- even though there's a lot more information there, it's still like kind of lost in the mix. So, I don't know. This, this is kind of interesting that somebody is able to, to pull that information but, out of it or not. Uh, we just don't know exactly how many plays. Now, d- really quick, this yeah. article does go into speculation on how much, you know, p- potential money that could have been had this been a movie or had this been yeah, that's in theaters yeah. and stuff. And it started to get into that, but it was it was very clear. They're like, look, this is not official. We're just trying to come up with something that just kind of gives you a general idea the
0: average maybe household has yeah. four people watching and they gotta do all mm. that ag- algorithm type stuff i'm guessing i'll use
1: a sports analogy a ballpark a ballpark <laughs>
0: all right i
1: missed those <laughs> so
2: there's that
0: yeah, yeah i missed those um
2: yeah <laughs> I, I like that
0: <laughs> I, I i bet you if they made it a solo series and you know that the first episode is han and chewie going to java's palace 6.0 baby
1: 6.0 He's
2: going to beat the boys yeah Right he through the guess. roof baby <laughs> Wait so it's not beating the boys
0: What was the boys Like a 7.2 7.
2: Yeah
0: 7.2 No won't beat the boys Don't <laughs> <laughs> beat Mando though.
2: Oh,
0: John's like holy crap that's a high number Number 2 baby <laughs> <laughs> Make solo number 2 happen <laughs> Yeah
1: Solo 2 is going to be number 2 number Yeah, two. Um, Deuce of the fates No. Yeah, but it's a, uh, it, it's fun to to speculate and hopefully I don't know maybe one day these streaming services will, I mean, it's not gonna happen, but maybe one day somebody will come along and say you have to release this. Is we need to have a standard for how the this stuff is. Uh, Looked at as far as competition between companies and stuff. I I don't I don't actually ever know why movies had to release their numbers in the first place. The movie or the music industry is based on the number of albums sold. Yeah. But that stuff's private, right. and it's very hard to get a hold of that information. hard
2: too. I was gonna say yeah.
0: I, I wish they had. Really, I wish there was info on um, Disney, Lucasfilm book sales. Yeah. But the
1: thing is, is like I, I've never quite understood why movies were so straightforward with like, oh, cost 300 million to make. And we only made 400 million back or whatever, you know, like especially when movies are like big, big actual bombs like we spent, you know, 20 million on this mm-hmm. gross like one million the first day. It's yeah. like, uh, right. that's a big loss, buddy. Right. But they, it's like they have to report it for some reason. And I don't know why that is. If you guys know, send me a link or some sort of history lesson on that. But, they're um, like Netflix, bef- what's
2: the number? Netflix is like five. They're like five. What? They're like five.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they, <laughs> they go five. And then people are like, they're like, that seems really extraordinarily low. Are you sure it's five? And they're like, Five trillion? <laughs> like five out of and like six.
2: What's the number? Nah, no, we're not gonna tell you that.
1: It's like yeah, no, yeah. That's the. It's like that, that. That's the thing about the Netflix numbers is they always are
0: like way high. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what? You're like the man. That 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 burger was like a five. I'm like a five? I'm like yeah, well yeah, out of six. Like you just make up the the other end number yeah. to make it better. Yeah, I got
1: gotcha. <laughs> <Just> 5. <laughs> yeah, 5 uh on on the burger scale.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> Who made that? I did.
1: <laughs> 5 a 5 out of 5 burgers.
0: I mean, yeah. we made a we made a scale based on Pedro Bascal's face. Yeah. That's true. On the Mando Finch. Which show. is it's more
1: accurate legitimate. than the uh decimal system. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we're going to talk about something else that was really cool uh, that came out uh, the end of last week, and that was the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special Trailer. Yes. Um, lots of fun uh, going on in this thing. Um, obviously, uh, it's a canon story, so we're going to get a lot of nuggets <laughs> from that. So canon. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch it multiple times to see how it all fits together within the uh, yeah. the ongoing canon timeline uh no clearly 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 uh all a joke um they're just having some fun with it and they're going to take everybody who's willing to watch on a little bit of a fun journey and we've talked about this before when we got like the announcement of it or a couple pictures it it just looked like the best way that you probably could do a holiday special um because lego already has that clean humor um that just kind of makes people happy and kind of pokes fun in the most cheerful way. So, yeah. John, what did you think of the, the trailer? Are you excited to watch this? It's coming to Disney Plus, so that's more content under the belt, right?
0: Yeah. So, is it November 19th? Is that I think so. Something like that. Uh, 42 years after the um, original holiday special. But... I'll double check. I like it. Yeah, like when I watched it, I, I'm pretty sure I was smiling the whole time. Like, you know, I didn't do any sort of reaction video or anything like that. But I, And I usually don't react very much when I watch things, but I was smiling. November 17th. 17th. That's the date. Actually, the actual date. That was the Mando code last year. Um, should remember that. Um, no, but I had a good time watching it. It reminded me kind of like a more family-friendly robot chicken type of thing. Um, not that robot chicken is, you know, so perverse or anything like that but i mean like you know you can tell that it's more where everyone could watch it and not be like what does that mean um the palpatine stuff really reminded me of the robot chicken palpatine that's why i was thinking that. yeah where he's um, going up the escalator yeah and saying, right and hello. he had the mug and he throws the mug and he's like all right fight already you know that stuff but i i liked the weirdness of like Ray showing up at the Battle of Yavin, um, seeing her lightsaber, and then they got Baby Yoda in there, like all, all, all the and you know Poe wearing a cr- ugly Christmas sweater. Uh, it just, I, I just know that I'm gonna sit down and watch it, and it's right around that like Thanksgiving time, and maybe I'll wait till like Thanksgiving night when I'm really full and tired and just put it on and just be really jolly and joyful watching
2: it. It just you think has. He's gonna watch it.
0: That's so. That's the thing. I've tried to get him into watching a little bit of Star Wars. He does love Chewie as just an entity. He loves the stuffed Chewie's, the action figure Chewie's. He loves seeing him on YouTube and when we put on the Chewie clips. But he can't... He's only two, so he can't sit down and watch Star Wars. But But, I'm
2: thinking because he likes Toy Story, right?
0: Yeah. So I I was thinking about this and I tweeted this and uh, didn't get in trouble for this tweet. So it was great. Uh, I was saying my son is two. He can't really get into Star Wars. But this... seems it's so visually vibrant and um the the color palette is very rich i could see him kind of focusing on it and really like getting into the visuals of it and maybe even the music and the sounds and stuff so i'm interested to at least give it a test run and see what he thinks about but uh it just gave me a good feeling it really did i'm really into the silliness of it and i think it's the type of exactly the type of thing we could all use right now so i am 100 on board with this thing and i'm really excited to check it out
1: yeah, Lacey, what did you think of the holiday special? Any any goodies in there?
2: So I loved the first trailer they did and then this one as well. The teaser or whatever they did like a month or so ago. Um, I know like... I feel like a month and a half ago when we first talked about this, I was like, oh, time travel. It sounds so terrible because that's like my one thing in Star Wars that I never want to see is time travel. I think this is the only exception that I'm like, "Okay, this is pretty funny. And I laughed multiple times while watching this trailer. I laughed when, you know, like John said, he got the mug that was like world's best emperor or whatever. And he's like, oh, whatever. And then, of course, Kylo Ren having no shirt on is really funny because it kind of pokes fun at that whole thing being like, put your clothes on. (laughs) And then uh, the binary sons thing at the end really got me, where uh, Darth Vader's like, My, my son! son. My, oh my, the binary sons. And then Ray's face of like, oh. Um, it just, like John said, it, it it seems really fun. I think it's something that every Star Wars fan needs right now, that they can just feel like a kid again for a little bit um, with everything happening this year and um I'm excited to laugh. I love to laugh and have a good time, like everyone else. And I think this is something that's going to have me uh, laughing a lot, which I appreciate. Um, also, the one clip with Lando at the beginning where he's like, "Please be a cape. Please be a cape. Please be a cape." <laughs> and
3: they, it's Billy and
2: they voice. They did do
1: the tired joke though yes. of "It's a wrap." I was like, oh, oh, "Remember yeah. that oh, come used on. to be
0: our way back in the day? Yes. That used to be our show outro."
1: Yeah. Oh, I hate we'll that. Use, <laughs> we made this like group decision <laughs> that we were going to try to come up with a different one like every time and from the very first time i was like that's not going to work guys you're going to run out of them like real fast
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and then it was only like i don't know 20 episodes or something we we're like let's go i did like the two
2: solos them. at the end too
0: the two solos at the- oh, oh yeah the yeah solo,
2: young sh- wanna, you want you want
1: to shoot first yeah. <laughs> you want
0: to shoot first or should i yeah, yeah. it's
1: good
2: Solos? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was cool. That it's was it uh, It's Greedo. No, I'm trying to think of something. Uh something I saw or something I said uh on Reddit or something, and it was like uh there was two solos right next to each other, and I said Disney make solo two happen, and they go like this, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're they point, they're like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, no, but uh
1: <laughs> but no I, I i really did love this I'm, I'm i'm with john on the fact that i'm pretty sure i was smiling the whole time um the lego stuff has always been really good to a lot of people i, I don't think there are very many people that say like these are dumb or they're for kids because i think they generally cross over into that type of humor um that that really gets to everybody so even if you know you're a, a, an adult you can play the Lego games and be like oh that that's a funny kind of bit or version or a take on this story that I know and love pretty well um, <clears throat> there was uh, oh it was the Ray thing yeah I I felt like First of all, the voices are really good. Now, some of them are obviously so, yeah. people returning, but um, when it came to like the the people who are not but are still like main characters in this, I was like, man, that sounds like Oscar Isaac. I was like, yeah. man, that sounds like Daisy Ridley. Yeah, and uh, they they captured a certain um, thing of hers too, where she tends to like. I always think she like sees something and says it. And then gets really excited about the other uh, other thing, and um, it's like if, if she's like going through the closet and she sees like like sleeping bags, <gasps> we should have a sleepover. Like she like <laughs> sees it and then like moves to the next step. <laughs> um, and I feel like this was the capture too, because she's here like she's like oh it's like a time portal. Oh, <gasps> I could go back and see Master Luke. You know, and then yeah. she's like going through and she and I feel like if if this was live action that. I could see the actress Daisy Ridley as Rey doing exactly that and being like, "This could mean this. This could mean this. I have to do it. I'm going to go. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to do this." And uh, yeah, I just I, I loved seeing all of uh, imagining all of the situations that would happen if if these things actually came to be. You know what I mean? Like Darth Vader and Rey on Tatooine with Luke standing there. You know, it's just. I loved it, man. I, I'm My actually son. really excited about it.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> it's pretty good, yeah. yeah. And she pops into like Luke, like right before he's about to shoot. Yeah, she's like on his the lap. Death Star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what's funny about that scene too? the The second time I watched it, I didn't notice the first time. But the second time I watched it, I was like, why? that doesn't make sense bb-8 is not in the cockpit he would be on the outside i was like oh wait a second what am i thinking yeah <laughs> he traveled with ray and also no, I know it. none of it matters no i know and none of it matters because <laughs> it's all made up and
0: um like i almost wish Emperor... i almost wish uh, matt martin was still on twitter right now so like when idiots ask him questions about this he can just be like no 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 no. <laughs> or when
1: or when they ask him questions about other things, he can just say, refer to the holiday special. Yes.
0: Yeah. Holiday special <laughs> is evidence. the top tier of canon. Yeah. Yeah
1: or, yeah. or just as evidence of like, try not to make this thing matter because right. you can look at this other thing and yeah. just know that obviously not all of it matters as I, much
0: as... I saw... I mean, it, it truly is crazy and I don't want to get too into it, but how just angry some people are about this stuff like i saw someone and i thought it was a joke complaining that ray was going toe-to-toe with darth vader or something and i'm like you can't even how do you even acknowledge anything remotely like that when you watch that trailer and be like how can anyone take it that seriously or seriously at all you know so silly i don't know silly (laughs) um Got a couple other things to talk about uh, really
1: quick. I'm just going to kind of fly through these, but if you guys want to, John Lacey, if you want to say something, pop in and uh, get your word in. But uh, EA is currently developing a new Star Wars game. We know that because, well... Gosh darn it, they said so. Uh, they put out a job listing that said, we're gonna we're looking for people to come and work on the Star Wars game and also this other game too. And so that pretty much confirms that they are uh, moving forward with the next project. There is also another thing too from, that uh, this was kind of recently, but Respawn also said that they were going to be working on something and they're the company that was behind Jedi Fallen Order. So right. that kind of bodes well. Um, and... All of this being the, for for Jedi Fallen Order, which I Order just to, got by the way. You
0: know. I, so now I have PS4 Squadrons and Fallen Order, and I, wow, my, my PS4 is in its box right behind my couch over there. I just had to st- I had to find the time to hook it up and play. But I got I had Jeez. that game, so I'm excited to. If you can't find
1: the the time to hook that up, I don't know what you're gonna do. Like sitting around trying to get through like all these different worlds and stuff. But you yeah. got to find the time, man. It's good time. stuff. Yeah. Um, all that being said, too, uh, EA recently said that they love their relationship with with Disney and that they are planning on doubling down on the franchise, and so that just potentially means more Star Wars games coming from. Uh g- coming for us, I should say. Yeah, coming from EA, they're the exclusive, so that's obvious. But mm-hmm. uh more games coming to us. Um next yeah. up though, uh n- the last thing here for the uh resistance report is we're gonna talk a little bit about the uh the Hazlab Razorcrest. Um it's been ongoing. Uh they reached a new level um so that just means that they're adding more goals uh this thing is going to be wild they they recently painted the whole thing um yeah it's nuts i'm i'm very excited about it ends uh, today yeah um, yeah okay so today is in like monday the night gotcha yep
2: and what does that what does that mean
0: it ends today what does that
1: mean
2: it's the last chance you can back it
0: so what? What if they hit the goal and they're like, oh just kidding. We're gonna add another. They're not gonna do
2: that. They're ending it. So I heard a rumor guys, that they're. they're adding... I spoke with Hasbro last week about this, and they, they said say? they said that it ends on the ninth, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's the last chance. And they said that this is mm-hmm. one of their first projects that they've allowed people internationally to back it. Um, originally Jabba's Palace or Jabba's sail barge. They have no plans to bring that back, but. They uh, only let you get one of those, whereas I believe with this you could buy up to three, which is a thing that people are doing. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, they're surprised about how quickly this happened. And um, the two current goals are a stand, which I personally think should come with it. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's the stand if they hit 15,000 backers and then Mm -hmm. 17,000 backers is the Jawa with the egg, the cut open egg. Wow.
0: i heard they were going to add a tier that would be a fully functional flushing vac tube
2: that is not the case
0: i knew as soon as john started that this was going to be a satirical
2: there's that role. so there's that so you
0: put the water in a little thimble and you put it in <laughs> and you hit the button.
2: There, there is a toilet in this though they have shown that that does exist it's called
1: this. a vac tube
2: whatever
1: and the, the interesting thing John is it's why they cannon. come up with an end date is it it's kind of like the, the telethon thing like we're doing a 24 hour whatever like you have mm. I mean it'd be great to keep raising money for whatever cause but you guys. gotta end it at some point kinda
2: wanna you kind
1: of want to back, back it. it like us yeah I don't know I yeah how, how would we I
0: don't mm. know we'll figure we'll talk. it out we'll figure it out whose Long house is it short, gonna stay at
2: this, <laughs> we'll have to switch off Long story short, this is uh this is a big success for them. So I'm interested to see what projects they have coming Great down the line. success. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh,
1: and the, how I met your yeah. mother, I watched an episode. She's like 2006 Lily and she's like, "Great success." Are people still saying that? <laughs> oh, it's like they are now in 2024 years from when this <laughs> but episode I am interested airs or to whatever. see
2: if by today they hit that 17,000 if they unlock a, another goal, but I think they're trying, they're assuming that it's not going to hit that last mm. goal. But I do have lots mm. of people tweeting at me to back it. And I'm, just, guys, it's
0: $349. <laughs> Who's telling you to back it?
2: <laughs> Tons of people all the time. Have you backed it yet? Are you backing it? We want the Jawa, Lacey. Can you please back it? Like I'm the deciding me, back factor let, of this. Let me thing. say
0: something to these people right now mind your own business.
2: Hey. They mean it in a good oh, oh, in a good place. They're in a good good way. Guys, I want that it, is guys. it for it's not like an. That no is it, it
1: for resistance report. Uh we all want it, Lacey. We all want it. But what another thing we want is the Patreon pod race and we need to get to that. Let's go.
2: That was very enthusiastic.
0: Hasbro is like Let's Go! <laughs> Hasbro's <is> like <laughs> you will never get
3: this
2: you will never get this stop <laughs> <Run>. <laughs> okay that's it no more
1: but then Lacey no backed it and
2: she got it <laughs> no more no more Borat it's done <sighs> you're done <laughs> I'm done with Softboy. you're done with Borat I have finally found the thing <laughs> that I'm done with no more
0: <laughs> oh man
2: all right guys it's time for the patreon pod race so as you guys know there's lots of ways you can support us besides sending me a razor crest p.o box no i'm just joking um no but really uh You can follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. You can follow us on Instagram at The Resistance Broadcast. You can like, comment, subscribe this video. Turn on your little bell for notifications because some people don't realize we have new videos coming out. And that's how you know. It sends a notification to your phone. It's really convenient. Uh, You can also subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. So that being said...
0: Spotify is so good. I'm sorry. I had to say that.
2: Honestly, Side note, and I'm not being paid at all by Spotify. I wish I was. It is the one subscription that I use more than anything else. Like, yeah. it is the best thing I've ever done. I, I
0: say goes. that because a bunch of people randomly had messaged us saying, Hey, I found you guys through Spotify so, I love Spotify. so thanks, Spotify.
2: Maybe I should make a playlist for you guys to listen to at home of like what Lacey listens to on a day. Yeah. Well, what's, what's her life like? We'll mm. see how that goes. Okay. We could do
1: that. We could all do that, actually. Yes.
2: So. Mm. That being said, (laughs) I love how John's like, I'm not listening to anything Lisa listens to. Um, (laughs) If you want more of us, like this stuff right now, if you want more of that, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. It supports the pod starting at $2 a month, going up the tiers, you get more access. Eight plus mini episodes a month. It's definitely plus. We do tons of stuff every week from polls and all this other things. Uh, We have Discord servers, mailings uh yeah lots of stuff so that being said our top tier our generals get to be a part of the show and this is their chance so first i want to say thank you to those generals so thank you carmelo andrew staley jeremy miles and, oh my god
1: jeremy, him of all people uh,
2: my tongue so guys my brain works faster than my mouth does this is the thing jeremy myers neil shaw david probus John Reese, Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Bethany, Russ Harbison, and Kendall Gelnar. And surprisingly, and this is probably why it happened, this week's <laughs> Patreon Pod Rice is from Jeremy. Jeremy hey. Myers.
0: What up?
2: I said that because my tongue is dumb. All right. So we asked like him a question. Jar
0: Jar when he gets his uh, mouth caught in the pod.
2: Blah, blah. Yeah. My
0: tongue is
3: stuck.
2: That was really good all right so the question this week which he gets to answer and then we respond is if you could ask george ask george lucas one question about star wars what would you ask him jeremy take it away hey
3: what's up guys so i think my main question i'd like to ask is uh where do you get those flannels because they're amazing and i want them but no i'm just kidding um Me being an entrepreneur and having like interests and kind of running my own business and working for myself, I guess I would want to know like what made him go all in on something he was passionate about and believed in. So he was a filmmaker and he could make movies, but he knew he had something with Star Wars. He believed in it and saw the big vision of where it could go and not a lot of people believed him or believed in him. So, you know, like, how did he determine that he was going to go all in and make this project work? And then after the first one, going, you know, again, then all in on Empire Strikes Back. So, you know, as a, a creative mind, why did, uh, why did he believe so hard in it? So, all right, guys, I uh, hope you're all well. Talk to you guys later. Bye. All
2: right, Jeremy, great job. Thanks for doing this on the run. I know you're you're kind of crazy right now, but I appreciate you taking the time. So, John, what did you think of his answer?
0: Let James go first. He's so excited about his outfit.
2: Oh. <laughs> George Lish Lucas shops at the
1: same store I do, apparently. James is ahead, James. loving himself right now. <laughs> No, I just thought, I thought it was funny that like randomly I chose to wear a flannel and then Jeremy sends over the pod race and he's like, I'd ask him where he got that flannel. <laughs> <laughs> um No, I but I do agree. Uh that that'd be a good question. That that is kind of like the age old question among like anybody. It's like, you know, everybody's there's a lot less success in the world because people are kind of afraid to take the jump, right? And what That's the big question. What causes somebody to say, I have enough faith in this, that I'm going to risk, uh, what I have in order to, to try to make that thing happen. What is it about that thing that makes you think there's some promise, um, at the end, uh, the tunnel, you know, so, um, George Lucas would would uh, be very good at answering this question. I think we'd get a very solid answer because not only would it come to like what he was thinking at the time, which could potentially be like, well, I wasn't thinking I was really stupid and I had nothing left to lose, you know, who knows? Uh, But you would also get this really thought out wise answer over all the years of what continues to be the thing that pushes him towards that stuff, because we definitely know that he put a lot of his own money into like the prequels, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, he's, he's definitely someone who is willing to take the, the leap of faith in order to, um, have great reward in the end. So, yeah. John, what do you think?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I agree. George Lucas, like the biggest independent filmmaker, like ever, he funded Empire himself, you know? So, um, I, I don't know if, I don't like being, um, hyperbolic, but this might've been, my favorite patreon padre's answer ever, um, and we've had a lot of them and that doesn't mean mm-hmm. you know that's uh, I'm not that's not a shot at anyone else, but something about how Jeremy answered this um, because it's personal for you, Jeremy that you are an entrepreneur yourself and you have drive and you want to learn from someone like George Lucas who did it almost better than anybody um, that I really that really hit something with me. Uh, so I, I love that you went that route to ask him something you could have went in story or been silly and been like, why'd you do the Greedo thing? And you know, that's been beaten, um, like a dead horse, but I really liked how you position that. And I would love to hear him talk more about that. So I think that was just a great answer. So, uh, Jeremy, thanks, man. A fantastic job. Uh, and, uh, thanks for uh, the continued support and being such an awesome star Wars fan and a supporter of what we got going on, man thank you.
2: Yeah, I agree with John. I think that this was one of my favorite answers also since we've been doing this because I I myself am very driven and I I kind of get super passionate about things. That's why we're doing this podcast right now. So the idea that to ask someone like George Lucas what drives him, what made him take the chance is something right now I think I'm feeling harder than ever in the sense of this year there's a lot of crazy stuff has happened and it's got me thinking of like okay what are my next steps in life like what do i want to do next and it's got that kind of cliff where you're like okay do i jump do i do more of the creative stuff do i take the risk do i take the chance so i would actually really benefit from this answer from george lucas uh so i would love to know what he thinks uh george if you're watching um, but yeah, no, I really like this answer, and again, I appreciate you taking the time uh, to not only support us, but to, uh, to take time out of your day to answer this question, because it's a fun question. So thank you so much, and now we're going to hear from more people of the community with Ask the Resistance. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians?
0: All right, the first question, Lacey, this one's going to go to you. Chris White is back, and he is here at Chris at C. White Picks. And he says, will Fennec Shand, who I still don't think is dead. So I think James, that aligns with what you. Oh, that's against what you've been saying. it's uh, against what dead. I've been saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, he agrees. Yeah. Will Fennec join Boba Fett to track down Din and the child?
2: Hey, Chris. Welcome back. Nice to see you in the uh, Ask the Resistance again. That's awesome um well i believe he has a really cool picture of him in galaxy's edge too which makes me really jealous every time i see it so you're welcome chris in the nicest way (laughs) i'm never gonna go um so that being said uh i actually don't think she's dead so uh i guess i agree with your question um, do I think she'll join Boba Fett to track down? Yes, I think she will. I think she was a great character to have in season one. I didn't think we got enough of ming I would like to see her again. So yes, and that's a pretty simple question, or a s- simple answer for you, but I already agreed what you said. So
0: Yeah, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Alright, uh, next uh, Luminous Beings NYC at New Yorkin uh spelled interestingly uh, underscore 21 uh James this one's going to you how does din's experience with vanth affect his judgment about boba uh according to how much din knows of fett when and if um they uh like how how does how do you think din thinks about boba fett I guess is the question
1: Yeah it's weird so I definitely think that there's something to be said about that first episode where you have uh, Din Djarin saying, take the armor off, and he's very upset. And then by the end of it, even though he takes the armor, I think he's a little bit like cooler with how Vanth handled it because I think they, they inevitably got to a point where they understood each other and he was kind of like, hey, you know, uh, you represent something that I think is honorable and it wouldn't be the worst thing if you were Mandalorian or were able to wear this armor. I think is I hope our paths cross, you know, I I think they kind of came to a um an agreement that things were cool even though he still took the armor or whatever. When Boba Fett shows up, I have a feeling that what what they've laid down in that first episode is to directly contrast or potentially set up how he feels towards Boba Fett. And I I have a feeling it's more the, the contrast. I think that what you're going to see is Boba Fett saying, that's my armor, give it back. And he's a jerk. And he, he definitely has not earned the right. And that's going to, there's a reason that we got to see that episode with Cobb Vanth, because you get to see someone who is not Mandalorian earn their armor. And, uh, and when Boba Fett tries to take it back, I I could, I could see, you know, maybe he gets it for a little while or something like that, but inevitably maybe Cobb Vanth ends is, is gifted back the armor and says, you take this. It's in better hands or something along those lines. I think, but I think Boba Fett is definitely going to be, um, a conflict for, I don't think he's going to be an ally for Mandalorian at
0: all. Right on. And I mean, yeah, full disclosure, you know, we record this before, um, chapter yeah. 10 so it's possible you know to, just so you know that so you're not like james are you stupid man uh are you no. dumb did you even do you watch it did you pay attention you're part of the 5.7 yeah. who watch it but you didn't retain that at all
1: james i will have a better answer potentially yeah. in like six hours
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um all right uh next uh we have uh john Reese at john s Reese what's up john uh, of all the mandalorian weapons and gadgets we've seen Uh, in the Mandalorian Clone Wars and Rebels which would you want if you were in a fight Uh, Whistling Birds I think that's very Batman I like that it's
2: very Iron Man
0: it's Iron Man-y it's also Batman-y because you know Batman had the Batarang that could hit all different targets in one shot I just and I would I would provoke people I would like oh oh no all six of you are going to beat me up oh no what am I going to do oh god and like really egg them on to be like oh wow we're going to kill this dude and then just be like oh yeah do Doo-doo. done out see ya so whistling birds is my answer on that um alright last one real quick very important actually um canon implications so just a warning rebel scum texan at rebel scum texan uh said crate dragon meat how do you want to eat it in the form of a taco burger kebab and pasta what do you think Lacey, how you eating your Crate Dragon meat?
2: Steak, baby. Medium rare.
0: Medium rare, crate Mashed steak. Mashed
2: potatoes, asparagus, and sauteed spinach.
0: Nice. I
2: marinate it first. What?
0: Oh, no. I was going to say, I thought you were done. You really went, you were really prepared for this meal.
1: That is the most yeah. prepared
2: I've ever been for an answer on this show. Have that you was. ever. So loves her
0: steak. Have you ever ate crate. <laughs> <laughs> James? Um, James is gonna go sandwich no this, I bet. steak.
1: We sandwich. had a we had a kind of a similar question to this when it was like, what would you order at at uh, Dexter the diner or something? Dexter diner or whatever? And I, w- you guys were all for it, and I was like, I would not touch alien meat, Ooh, not I even, even remotely. So, so if I had to pick one, I'd probably go taco because it would be like other stuff you could, and it would kind of be like Grind buried it. in there. And I just realized I was like, you,
2: I'd eat alien meat so fast. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh but Ew. i i will say if i if i knew it was safe and i i knew like somebody said like just trust me you will like this it, it it's good i would prefer
0: burger i would i think burger would be the way i would go probably all right i don't know i would definitely it wouldn't be pasta like <laughs> that that makes me sick thinking about it um, I'd probably do steak well, I think too. he's thinking
2: like a bolognese sauce or something like that. No, yeah I, exactly. yeah, yeah,
0: I know, but I don't know. Uh, I think I would go. Like ste- hamburger helper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I'd go steak too.
2: That hunk of meat I mean, on the back of his bike. Yo, that looks legit. Yeah, yeah,
0: it probably, yeah. That's probably like a flame mignon.
2: Oh, looked good. Baby Yoda yeah. was like mine.
0: Like you're at you're at a wedding steak. in Star Wars. You're like, I'll have the crate steak. See,
1: yeah. steak is interesting to me because it is it, that is that's just cooking the straight meat. So I I kind of took the question as like.
2: Well, I marinate it first. I made that very well, clear. You,
1: I understand, but but I think this is like in the form of, and it has to be somehow added in to the something, form but, yeah. of steak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the form <laughs> of a salad with
0: meat, <laughs>
1: like what? steak salad.
0: Uh, this this uh, crate talk is really starting to drag on yeah I thought it was a great discussion though great discussion great discussion. discussion but mm-hmm.
2: uh, and that's it guys thank forward. you so much for I listening. want to uh, I
0: do want to thank everybody for sending questions um appreciate that um anytime you want to use hashtag ask the resistance on Twitter and we'll find it or if you want to email us resistance broadcast at gmail dot com however you want to send questions uh, obviously from the silly to the canon and you want and to ship me some steaks um cool. Yeah, so uh, keep sending them in. Uh, it helps uh, add to the show. We appreciate that. Um, make sure you do subscribe, like Lacey said before, any podcast platform or, of course, YouTube. Uh, make sure you go to starwarsnewsnet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more, including written reviews of the Mandalorian episodes. I think I'm slotted in for the last one. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, the Mando Fan Show, right here. Boom. if you want a shirt teespring.com slash uh is it the mando fan s2 is that right james yes uh for the season two shirt i saw andrew staley already put his on uh his baby yoda uh, life-size speeches, baby right? yoda cool. for yeah. shipping. very cool um but uh, more importantly the show itself uh we'll be back um with uh, ming chen from amc's comic book men uh like i said it's either gonna be friday night 8 30 like normal live or saturday morning we're still trying to iron that apple we'll make sure everyone knows trust me i'm very annoying about hammering that stuff home but also look um, for the
2: mandalorian minute every morning
0: yeah so we're gonna do yeah that little recap review as your appetizer before your crate steak which is the mando fan show <laughs> really a lot
2: of steak talk tonight I'm that's liking it. it yeah
0: so we'll be back uh on thursday where we're actually going to have a little bit of a interesting discussion um regarding uh the other upcoming disney plus series and whether or not they need their version of a, a baby yoda so um for james and lacy i'm john and uh until next time we'll see you right here on the resistance market okay. <laughs> I just pulled the lacy. I screwed up the whole thing. We'll see you right here on the Resistance broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.
2: What was that?
0: <laughs> I don't know. My tongue.
2: Also, pulling the lacy—that's not fair.
0: You said it before. <laughs>